let's get back to the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. We have a little bit of generational warfare, I guess, on our hands. Not with the beef oh. jerky, um, but can you find out what generation a person is of by if they liked or did not like Shane Gillis doing Saturday Night Live this past weekend? Mm. Maybe. 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 Maybe might, might tell you something. I've... Uh, I've there, there's a lot of things being said. I thought it was funny, for the record. Maybe that makes me just, uh, you know, I'm officially in with the young crowd now. But I think he's pretty funny. It's a kind of a controversial episode of people are talking about Saturday Night Live, so maybe it's maybe it's working. All right. Um. So we'll, we'll talk about each of the uh, basketball teams from this weekend individually, and you know, should there be any concern level for Creighton? By the way, no. Um, Nebraska basketball and the T word. We'll get to that, you know. So we'll get we'll get to them individually. But I wanted to do this as an exercise, partly because number one, I've started to like. I, I realized that I have Photoshop, and I wanted to just like put it to use and and use some, you know, throw in some graphics and stuff like that. I'm kind of like designing some other things. Um, so I was playing around in there last night. You see, you know what? Let's play a little. Let's play a little br- blind resume game. Um, Josh, is this going to be about what's this going to be about? Nothing. It's going to be about court storming. All right, David, hang on, hang on with us for just a, a few minutes here because I want to do this segment. Um. So, blind resume game, Josh. I have laid out. Join us on the YouTube if you're interested in seeing all this, but I'll sort of explain it as well. I have laid out five teams. Their net rankings are all in the top 20, except for one. And then I have, and, and by the way, before we get to this, this is not everything. These, these stats are not the only things, but they are some of the things that are looked at as it pertains to either the NCAA tournament or how good you're viewed in the public eye, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. But as you can see at the top, if you're joining with us at 1620thezone.com or on YouTube TV or YouTube 1620thezone TV, um, the records are all relatively similar. There's a five-loss team, there's three eight-loss teams, and there's a six-loss team. The Nets are all in the top 20 except one. Pretty similar amounts of like top 100 wins. I ha- I'm going by Ken Palm. By the way, I'm doing this as of last night, so if it's just adjusted all as of this morning, then, um, sorry. Losses outside of the top 100 of Ken Palm. Most of the good teams in the country have zero. Um, a couple apparently have enough strength in their resume where they do not have this. And then the best wins with their Kempom rating and where and where you did it. Now, I sent this to Josh last night. You did, and I've been thinking about it ever since. You've been thinking about it ever since, and I wanted to full-blown have the conversation with him last night, but he, he did give me an initial thought on the, the team and the resume that stuck out to him the most. And which column was that, Josh? That would be the fourth column. The fourth column is a record of a team who is 20 and 8. They're net, 11th in the net. Net 11 
11 wins against top 100 Ken Palm teams. That's more than any other resume in, that you've given me here. Zero losses versus any teams outside the top 100 Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. And wins over number 3, 7, at 34, and 39. Some of the best wins Those on, are... on that particular team's resume. I will tell you, Josh, the identity of that team if you're interested. I think I know it, but... What is it? I think that's Creighton. That's Creighton. That's not why I picked them, but afterwards I got to thinking about it. I'm like... That's Creighton. I think that's Creighton. That is Creighton. I gave you... Now, you'll, you'll see, because we're going to put up the ones with the teams here. I'll put up the graphic with the teams here in just a second. Um, But... And and I'll tell you... I'll, I'll tell you what I think about all this stuff. Um... What do you think about that second column right there? 20 and 8, 8 top 100 wins, wins over the number 2, 20, and 22 teams in the country, zero losses okay. out of the top 100. You know who this is, right? Okay, okay, okay. You know who this is. I know who it is, Yeah. and I know you want me to – I actually agree with what you want me to say, <laughs> so I will play along. That team should be ranked higher, Connor. That's Nebraska. Oh my gosh. That's that's Nebraska. The second column that you're looking at right now if you're watching along with us is Nebraska. 20 and 8, 41 in the net, 8 top 100 wins, zero losses outside the top 100 and wins uh, three wins over top 25 teams. Uh Ken Palm. I'm very curious who this fifth team is because that's a I'll, funny resume, I'll, isn't it? I'll bet it's I'll bet it's a perennial power in the sport. Because that resume is the worst of the five. Why don't you pull it up? Okay. Why Why don't you give me Why don't you give me the identity of these teams? All right. And we'll talk a little bit more about it. Go ahead and throw it up on now, there. Now I genuinely don't know who these teams are. Josh doesn't know. We're doing live blind resume right now, and here comes the identity of the teams. Duke, of course. It's Duke. They're stink. <laughs> Uh, Travis on the YouTube is the fifth Duke. Indeed, the fifth is Duke. Um, so if you're watching along with this, we have identified these teams. And I want to tell you a little bit about some of these teams as they're being viewed throughout the country right now. So the first column is Dayton. Dayton is 21 and 5 with a net ranking of 20. Six wins against the top 100 Campom, zero losses outside the top 100. Their best wins come against the 39th ranked team. That's St. John's at a neutral court. At 45 and then 89 on a neutral court. Everybody, the the bracket matrix, which is a conglomeration of all the bracket projections that we have, mm-hmm. Dayton is a five. Everybody wants me to pick Dayton to go to the Sweet 16. Dayton is a bracket matrix five right now. Okay. Whose resume is better, Nebraska or Dayton? Nebraska. Nebraska is being talked about as a bubble team slash a 10, right? I've seen, if you look at the bracket matrix, the highest projection has Nebraska at an 8. Most of them have them at a 10, some 9s, and then some 11s as well. They need to update their brackets. Nebraska ain't no 11 seed right now. They're just <laughs> they're, no. they're just not. Um, so, by the way, whoever said that uh, getting big wins over, you know, average teams didn't do anything for you because I've gained a lot of confidence in them over the last couple of weeks, and we'll talk about that. The third column is BYU. 
BYU is 19 and 8. They play in what many say is the best conference in America. Many people say this. They have a net ranking of 13. They have eight top 100 wins. They have no top 100 losses. They've won games on their home floor against um, the 11th, 14th, and 16th rated Kempom teams in the country. I don't see hardly any difference in that column between them and Nebraska. Yeah. BYU, up until, um, and I could check it right now, BYU up until uh, last week was like a top 10 Ken Palm team in the country. They're number 18 right now. BYU is a five on the bracket matrix, right next to Dayton. Mm. All right? Then we go to the Blue Jays. 20 and 8, net ranking of 11, a bunch of great wins, 11 top 100 wins this year. They've beaten the the 3 7 30 at 34 39. Um that is, you know, Yukon, Alabama um at oh gosh, who would 34 be? Uh, at Nebraska and then um St. John's on their on their home floor who's 39 in the uh in the Ken Palm right now. No bad losses on their resume. Creighton just got you know came off the week where they beat the number one team in the country. They are a bracket matrix four seed at the moment. The Duke Blue Devils, the Duke Blue Devils, who Josh correctly identified this fourth, this fifth team as a perennial power, who is up there because for reasons, for, for reasons, for they, reasons, they play in a good conference. They're 21-6, and six, net ranking of 10, 10 wins against the top 100, two eyesore losses for Duke. Duke lost to Arkansas and Georgia Tech. Those games were both on the road, but those are two losses outside of the top 100 for Duke. Mm. They played 20 in a neutral court and beat them, 14 in a neutral court and beat them, 24-19, so 20, in, uh, by the way, the, the identity of the teams that they beat. They beat Michigan State on a neutral court, they beat Baylor on a neutral court, and uh, gosh, who else did I have on there? 20, 24 and 19, uh, yes. Clemson and Wake Forest. And, I mean, grain of salt with that Wake Forest law, like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. several players almost died. <laughs> now, that wasn't the one from over the weekend. That was the oh, one okay. on their home floor from, from Cameron a, a few weeks ago. Uh, can they not beat Wake Forest? Duke. No, they, they, they beat Wake Forest oh, the first time. The first time. Duke is a bracket matrix three seed at the moment. Seems pretty vulnerable. Now, once again, these columns don't tell you the full story. And I'll, I'll tell you what's a little bit different about Nebraska than the rest of these teams. But for those of you who are talking about, you know, hey, we got to rank Nebraska. Um, you know, if we've made it like the sole thing to like, hey, we have to get into the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah, absolutely. But it shouldn't be about scraping into this thing. Uh, Nebraska, with their resume and what they've been now for the last two weeks, timing is important in this thing too, right? What have you done for me lately? They haven't suffered any major injuries or, or anything like that. Like, honestly, it, it feels like they're peaking and they're getting better right now. I I don't I don't know why Nebraska is a ten seed. I don't know why we're talking about Nebraska as a ten seed. Uh, it 
you know, if you look at if you just look at those numbers that I obviously cherry picked, you know, like those are just the numbers that I. But I, I think they're you know holistic, like representative of the resume mm-hmm. from the entire season. It's not just like here's where Nebraska is good and nobody else is good. No, I mean they're 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 very comparable to all of the other four teams on that list. And Nebraska's being looked at as a 10 seed right now. Um, and, you know, I the, the shame, I guess, in the end of the season for them is I don't know what they can do to prove it to people that they do belong higher. But I'll say this. If they're in the NCAA tournament as a 10, I, if I'm a 7, I feel really jobbed by this. You know? Also because that game's going to be in Omaha. <laughs> also because that game's going to be in Omaha. Right. Of course, Nebraska finishes with Ohio State, Rutgers, and Michigan, and and those are games that I don't know. I I you know I, I know Ohio State's got some mojo going right now. Um, I maybe just on the weekends. Maybe you can get them during the week. Shout out to Jake Diebler just beating top teams on the weekends, Purdue and Michigan State, while losing to Minnesota midweek. Um, but you know Rutgers and Michigan, I would expect them to kind of take care of business. Michigan won't be a you know cakewalk on the road, but. Um, that's not the that's not the image of a ten seed. Quick uh, message for Dayton: play somebody. <laughs> I understand you can you can't help who's in your conference. Find a game in the non-con. You did not this year. Well, they did. They just lost. Um, th- they tried. They lost to Northwestern. Uh, didn't they play Houston in the non-con? Oh. If they did, I missed that. I'm sorry. Yeah, they lost to Houston. In That's the not the team to pick. They, 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 they lost <laughs> to Houston in the non-con. And their game against UNLV did get canceled. So. It did? Oh, yeah, because of the, the the shooting, right? Yeah. Sure. I, I don't know. It was something that happened on their campus. Okay. Um, yeah, so they are in the conference that they're in, and they can only, you know, have – but it's, some of this is about where you start, you know, and – um. If you if they think that they're going to be good and the metrics sort of check out, now, um, Dayton Dayton did beat St. John's. Dayton beat St. John's. It's their probably their best win of the season to date. That's a team that's fighting for their NCAA tournament lives right now. Right. So um, I wanted to play this game to uh, maybe in. Imbo- Hold on, I'll get there. I know, I know, what you, I know what you just saw. <laughs> okay, okay, I know what you okay. just saw. I wanted to play this game to sort of maybe like embolden Nebraska fans, um, to say, "Hey, look, man, like, and and you don't like. I don't want you to take this like, hey, now we have to go yell and scream from the top of the mountaintops. Nebraska should be seated higher. What I'm telling you is, when you get to the dance, you have done things that some teams who are going to be seated four or five, six seed lines higher than you haven't done. You have this experience, right? So maybe you're wearing a red jersey in Omaha on the first day of the NCAA tournament or the second day of the NCAA tournament, but like Nebraska's not going to run into anything that they haven't seen before outside of the context of it's an NCAA tournament game, right? They have all these things that are kind of on their uh, on their, on their their walls at this point. So... um. They should be seated a little bit higher. They should maybe should be receiving votes today. Uh, Greg writes in. He Hi, says, 
Unfortunately, it's all about history or lack thereof. I think there's a little bit of that that goes into there. For sure. But the net is the net, right? And and so Travis, I think, made the point earlier, and he, you know, and he said, "Hey, look, it's um, you know, Nebraska had some, they had some losses in the season. They were kind of like, whoa, they got a little sideways on them. So you know, everything's important in the net. It's how many games you lose, to who you lose them to, and where you lose them to, and and by how many." You know, Nebraska getting blown out by Wisconsin on the road the first time around. Nebraska getting blown out by Creighton. Like, I'd, I'd love to see just the weight that each of these individual games. But keep in mind, I mean, they haven't got they haven't got blown out, I guess, since the Maryland game, which was now almost one entire month ago. That was the blackout, too. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't expect to go there and win. <laughs> blackout. Um, But, like, they, they're, they're, they're playing like a real confident group right now. And so you're peaking at the right time. And maybe being a 10 seed, like, isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, what do you want to – do you want people to fear you entering the tournament or do you want to be unsuspecting? Like, All I'm saying is if I'm a 7 and I get Nebraska, and especially if I get them in Omaha. Nope. If, I, if, I, if I'm a 7 and I get Nebraska, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Because I look at their res- – like, I'd be, I'd be talking about that all week. If I – let's see. Who are the who are the bracket matrix sevens right now? Oh yeah, good. Colorado State, Utah State, Florida, South Carolina. If I'm like if I'm Utah State, I'm like, what did we do to deserve this? <laughs> and I, that actually sounds like a pretty interesting first round matchup. But like you know, we gotta go to Omaha and we gotta play these guys. Yeah. Look at their look at their resume. Look at they, who they've beat this year. Look at what they've done. And look at the way that they're playing right now. Um, Lenardi's got them continues. up against Florida. 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 All right, so there's the uh, there's the blind resume game. I still do want to take this phone call. So David, if you're still hanging on with us, we might be able to get to you on the other side. But I unfortunately you're you're going to be uh, cut in line here by one more thing. You got to hit the you got to hit the thing. Yeah, I don't this know. is real. Let's. Uh, well, it's it's not real yet. Well, feels feels real. Go ahead, hit it. Okay, I'm gonna smack it. From Twitter. At Tom Chattel, O-W-H. Very trusted source. Would not say things just to say things. This is not uh, Peter King saying, I'm writing my last column, I'm, I'm retiring. No, 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 not that for Tom. No. He says the following. Greg McDermott and Creighton are nearing a contract extension that would allow the coach to retire at Creighton. Not done yet. But if it's nearing and that is being reported... You can pretty much bank on it. Just a matter of, yeah. I mean, Tom Chattel is not a hot taker. He's not, I got to get to this story first kind of guy. Like, So, I mean, there's there's a lot to this. Um, And this, for the record, this is, we, we've made that clear over the last couple of weeks. This is sort of the way that I thought that we were going to go. But there was also a, like a, a real, you know, a real concern as, as there has been. And I'm glad that all parties came together and they said, this is nonsense, we're winning, let's keep this going forever, and let's figure out the details. Um, from a money perspective, from a year's perspective, from a comfort perspective, like whatever it might be, um, this is... If if having it happen the other way would have been an unmitigated disaster for Creighton, <laughs> which it kind of would have been, 
having it go this way is incredible news, right? It's the opposite. It's 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 fantastic news for Creighton, for Greg McDermott, and everybody comes together and they and they make it happen. Um, Fair to say, cooler heads have prevailed. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, now I wonder, I wonder what's in there from a money perspective. We won't, we won't know that um, yet. I don't think we'll know that really at all. Oh, that's right, man. Maybe since it's his last, you know, if it's his last contract, and he wants to retire. Well, like what, whatever it might be. Um, but you know, if I pulled up the list, private institutions. Yeah. So if I pulled up the old uh, USA Today list, do they still do these, by the way? Um, I don't know if the USA Today does much of anything anymore. Yeah, you're right. They do that ad meter after the Super Bowl. They're pretty good at that. So I, I can tell you this. Greg McDermott, under his current contract, is not one of the top 25 paid coaches, top paid coach in the country. Um, I And I don't know how far the list goes because I'm looking at the top 25 salaries right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how far it goes beyond that. It might not even be top, you know, 40 or something like that. But let's just say he should be. (laughs) And I would imagine that this contract, with this contract, he will be. You would think? I would imagine so. Great news. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll talk plenty about that throughout the show today. Don't forget, um, Aaron Brummel will join us at the bottom of the uh, 11 o'clock hour. So we're kind of everywhere today. Uh, real quick before we go to one and yeah. uh, we've only been on the air two hours this week, but the compliments are ro- rolling in. Theo Happer show killing it so far this week. Happer show killing it so far this week. Yeah. A lot you of, just like it because I talk about Nebraska. A lot of week left, but I mean, hey, we'll take it. Dion writes in. Hi, Dion. So Council Bluffs is keeping their mediocre coach. Not sure. Which coach you're referring to? Champions play in Reaver Country. That's right. I'm not sure you're aware of that, Dion. <laughs> I think he's probably referring to Omaha and a not mediocre oh, coach. Okay, okay. <laughs> Women's basketball over at Iowa Western, 31-0 and the last two years. Of Whoa! Home. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll hit some other stuff, including the court storming. Sorry, Dave, we had to keep you on for that long. Hopefully you're uh, still hanging on with us. We'll, uh, we'll come back. But also, um, the big news that looks – you know, that looks like it's going to be real here. Uh, Greg McDermott staying at Creighton. Plenty more on the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone.